Wine and Crime contains graphic and explicit content that may not be suitable for some listeners. Listener discretion is advised. You are listening to Wine and Crime, the podcast where three friends chug wine, chat true crime, and unleash their worst Minnesotan accents. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. You bet your hot dish. Oh, just going to sneak past you. Grab the ranch. How you doing this morning? It's so cold outside. Can you believe all the snow? Oh, my gosh. Lutheran. Lutheran. <laughs> Lutheran Sisterhood Gun Club. Goddamn Shriners. Um, Take down the goddamn Frida sign, you lazy sons of bitches. Jesse Ventura. That too. <laughs> I'm Kenyon. <laughs> I'm Lucy. I'm Amanda. And this week, our topic is a very special fan pick episode brought to you by Daphne Kozlowski, who Ooh, is not... Daphne, she's a bit psychic. <laughs> I was going to say is not a character in Monsters, Inc. <laughs> oh, Daphne. Who's Daphne in Monsters, Inc.? No, oh, Kozlowski. Mike Wazowski. Got it. I'm keeping up. Mike Wazowski. Uh, <laughs> Mike Wazowski. <laughs> so Daphne Kozlowski. Have you done your paperwork? <laughs> yes. I love Roz. Like, that hurts my throat. Actually, your Patronus. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> Roz from Monsters Inc. is 100% my Patronus. <laughs> and my future. <laughs> and my body type. And my present. So, and my present and past. Check, check, check. So Daphne selected the topic of bank heists. So and good. So good. I was so excited for this one. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah. What's our wine crime pairing for bank heists? Well, Daphne also picked a lovely wine. It is the Bank Robber Red Blue nice. <laughs> by Fessend Run Winery. And yeah, Daphne knows a what's up. So the version that we're drinking is their fourth and most recent version of what they call their criminally good blend. Oh, clever. It was named for the woman who took the town's money to win back her husband. And yes, I will give a little brief synopsis of that story (laughs) after going over what's in this blend. Um, It is Merlot and Cabernet with a touch of Petit Verdot. So that adds just a little bit of complexity to the blend. The Cabernet is going to make it a little fruit forward, juicy on the front. The Merlot is going to mellow that out and just like smooth out those tannins and make it just music to your mouth. And then the Petit Verdot is going to add like a little bit of that peppery element, a little bit of that mouthfeel. This is going to be a medium to full bodied, deep, aromatic red, dark plum, black cherry, Mm. big, deep body, light tannins on the finish. Like, hello, this is speaking to me. Big and deep. Kind of turned on. Yeah. Go deep. (laughs) (laughs) So the Bank Robber Red is inspired by Emma a young woman who stole nearly $300,000 in today's currency. I'm actually not sure what year this was, but way, way back machine. Mm -hmm. Um, She worked at the bank she stole from for four days (laughs) trying to win back her husband. 
Quote, I knew that if I could get a big amount of money, my divorced husband would marry me again. I had determined to see him and arrange for our remarriage even before I took the money. So she like got a job at the bank where the ex worked, worked there for four days, stole about the equivalent of a modern day $300,000. And to answer your question, no, it didn't work. They did not get back together. Oh, no. And that's my case. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Not a great plan. Emma. Yeah. No. No. Uh-uh. You don't so want to this, buy back your ex-husband. I mean, no. Mm-mm. You also just don't don't get back with an ex. I've made this mistake. Mm-hmm. Guess what? It usually doesn't work. Mm-hmm. There's usually a good reason why you broke up in the first place. Mm-hmm. Fucking better off. They're usually an asshole, and they usually don't know what the fuck they want, then come sniffing around your door months later telling yeah. you how great everything's going to be, and then they shit the bed again. Yep. <laughs> anyway, this is a popper, so <laughs> I would love for you to get a nice pop wine key from our online store at wineandcrimepodcast.bigcartel.com. It also has a foil knife if you feel like you need to cut the throat of anyone in the room. Of an enemy. Uh, also, I just yeah, want to okay. point out uh, something about the big cartel store because we've been getting a lot of questions about this recently. Um, when you first go to wineandcrimepodcast.bigcartel.com, it just shows the featured products. I don't know why. And then you have to click on a link that says all products if you want to see so everything. Deep. Uh, or on the side, there's a menu where you can say, like, oh, I want to look at tote bags. I want to look at T-shirts. I want to da da So if you're going to our store and you're like, yeah, I can't find XYZ, it's it's probably just on another page on the store. I love it. Okay. Good clarification. Thank you. Yeah. All right. Let's pop this motherfucker. Ready. <clears throat> Popped it open like a bank vault. Oh stolen my pop. Succulent stolen pop. All right. Well, as we're pouring and cheersing, Lucy, what is our background and probably not psych for bank heists? Uh, yeah, you're correct. There's no psych, but <laughs> I got a lot of cool facts for you. Yeah. Hey. So first of all, a heist is the same thing as a robbery. So bank heist, bank robbery, same thing. And we've talked before about the difference between robbery and burglary, which is essentially the use of physical force. Burglary is simply the unlawful entry with the intent to commit a crime inside. So it's the same as breaking and entering. Mm -hmm. So we can assume that a heist involves some sort of physical confrontation during the unauthorized taking of another's property with the intent to permanently deprive that person or organization of said property. Then I misunderstood the assignment. <clears throat> oh, no. <laughs> Still bank. Okay. So it's fine. <laughs> bank burglary then? Yes. <laughs> okay. Um, another cool word that I came across that I didn't know about, and this doesn't necessarily have anything to do with bank robbery, but I really enjoyed reading about it. Um, have you guys heard of Dacoit or no. Dacoity? Detroit? No, no. Dacoit. It means banditry in the languages of Bengali, Odia, Hindi, 
Canada. Canada. <laughs> and and Urdu. Um, so banditry is a criminal activity involving robbery by a groups of armed bandits. The East India Company established the Thuggy and Dacoity Department <laughs> in 1830 and the Thuggy and Dacoity Suppression Acts in 1836 through 1848. Um, they were enacted in British India under East, the East India Company rule. That sounds and like a OE- hipster like, fashion brand. Thuggy and Dacoity. Yeah. Thuggy and Dacoity. <laughs> I'm going to strap on my thuggies for this cold weekend that we're getting into right now. Um, also, the word P was a bad word when I was growing up, so... If I had if I had to refer to like urine or urinating, it was the word toity. Oh, what? I have to go toity. Oh, so, decoity. I, I hate it. <laughs> Just reminds me of pee. Um, the OED also applies this term to quote pirates who formerly infested the Ganges between Calcutta and Burampore. Mm-hmm. Nailed Specific. it. Specific. Mm-hmm. Indian police today use the label KD or known dacoit to classify criminals. Oh, wow. I thought that was so cool. KD Lang, known dacoit <laughs> Lang. Do it. <laughs> That's you. I know. <laughs> okay, banks. We're on to banks. Um, robbery of a national bank or a state member bank of the Federal Reserve System is a federal crime in the United States, duh, but only since. 1934. What? Wow, like the good old then days. It wasn't really that big of a deal, I guess. Or then it was like, we get it. It's the depression. Like you <laughs> oh, need this. Well, it just There's wasn't. To rob. It just wasn't a federal crime. Okay. It just wasn't a federal crime. Correct. It Bank was rob- totally legal then. <laughs> it was. I mean, you could get shot for it. So. <laughs> Which was also totally legal then. <laughs> Yeah, it didn't really matter. Whatever. Bank robbery refers to the robbery of a branch or a teller or an armored car as opposed to another bank-owned property such as a train um, or a stagecoach. Okay. Ooh, stagecoach crimes. Oh! (gasps) Add it to the (laughs) Yes, I'm writing this down. My God, I will be watching that Back to the Future, like, seven. Yep. Yep. What's the one where they go to the Old West? It's probably probably three. Yes, it's going to be great. Love it. We can grow our mustaches. Finally. Finally. I've been waiting for an excuse. (laughs) (laughs) Just a huge <laughs> old tiny old gray. Mustache. I wish I could grow that. That'd be so cool. <laughs> All right. Uh, we should get fake mustaches for our Florida shows. Okay. Just for no reason at all. Inexplicably. Like when we dressed up like the witches in Practical Magic for the Boston show and literally no one got it. It was really awkward. <laughs> yeah. Um, I voted against is- it. Love it. Okay, back to bank robbery. Uh, Bank robberies actually have a very high clearance rate at about 60%. That's pretty good for for crimes. Yeah. Yeah. This is because there's usually lots of good technological surveillance inside and around banks, and also the authorities are usually alerted as the crime is taking place Mm -hmm. because of, like, you know, silent alarms and whatnot. Contrary to Hollywood... Bank robberies in the American Old West were relatively rare. Yes. But not oh, impossible. Boo. 
<laughs> the first successful peacetime robbery, so like not an act of war, occurred in February 1866 when several men robbed the Clay County Savings Association in Liberty, Missouri, making off with $60,000. Pretty good haul Ooh, for 1866. I could have $60,000. Yeah. Wow, for sure. In the 1920s and 30s, there was a significant increase in bank robberies, and this led partly to the creation of the FBI and also the term public enemy. Woo. So you're welcome. Yeah, you're welcome. Also, was public enemy the name of that movie with, I think, Johnny Depp, and they're like gangster bank robbers? Maybe. I don't Probably. know. But Johnny Depp is canceled, so I don't know. Yeah, I don't follow him anymore. You know, I enjoyed Johnny the movie. Johnny Depp is canceled. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, he, wasn't, he wasn't renewed. Yes. I have watched the first of two parts of Leaving Neverland on HBO about Finding Michael Jackson. Oh. Yeah. It is really graphic and intense. Yeah. I feel like we already knew all of this information a long time ago. Yeah, it was known, but people refused to believe it because Michael Jackson, who I have been thinking, I've always thought he was a fucking creep. I never liked him. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But some people just, some people just don't want to accept it. Yeah. Also to, listen to victims. Okay. To equate man with the music, you know. Mm. <sighs> So fucking creepy. Okay. So this era of the 20s and 30s also saw the rise of such infamous gangs as the Dillinger Gang, the Barrow Gang, as in Bonnie and Clyde, mm, and oh yeah. famous public enemies such as Machine Gun Kelly, not Love to her. be confused with <laughs> the white rapper from Cleveland, Ohio, Go to the Drive. Oh, Yes, please. Such an you early go to the photo drive. Of this, of this, this guy? White rapper. Oh, yeah. Machine Gun Kelly. Yep. He appears to be, first of all, he's fully tatted. He also made a guest appearance on Catfish, the TV show, which is the only reason I recognized that oh, name. Ever. He looks like somebody we yep. would have gone to high school with. He looks like yeah. everyone I would have tried to date in high school. Mm-hmm. Yep. A complete douche. He looks like that guy who Kenyon may or may not have hooked up with in middle school. You know who I'm talking about. Oh, oh my God, I do. Machine Gun Kelly about. is actually cuter than the guy that I hooked up with in middle Correct. school. That's true. And Correct. I was hooked up in with, I photo, mean, kissed once. One time. <laughs> he, he appears to be smoking a blunt and also drinking a Starbucks. Yeah. <laughs> like, counterbalance, I guess. Very punk. Very fun. A lot of chemicals in there. <laughs> I, my anxiety would be through the goddamn roof if I tried both of those things at once. I'd be canceled for the day. I one knocks you down and one brings you up. I, I know. I hate two it. Two cortados the other day, like so, two double shots, and <gasps> was getting like paranoid and weepy from all the oh. caffeine. I was like, oh no, it's never affected me like that before. But it was like I had done edibles. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I could have been there. I can't with, like, coffee, really, in general. All right. Oh, 
Okay, so the FBI has a bank robbers mobile app, which everyone should download immediately. Yes. (laughs) Where you can search for wanted robbers and also search by location so you can, like, see if and when your local bank has been robbed before. And, like, whether they caught the person. Love it. Mm Mm-hmm. It's Tinder for bank robbers. (laughs) (laughs) I'm here for it. Hinge. Feeling your heart. Hinge. (laughs) Hinger. (laughs) So according to the FBI's 2017 bank crime statistics report, a lot of really fun facts from this report. um, Commercial banks make up the vast majority of burgled banks with uh, 3,463 burglaries from of commercial banks out of a total of 3937. So like Ooh, vast, vast majority. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then 396 out of 4041 bank robbers were female or just oh, under wow. 10%. That seems pretty high. Yeah. Well, think of well, we'll get to kind of some other numbers, but like a lot of um People work in pairs when they're robbing banks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, like, mm-hmm. it's not necessarily like a woman coming in with a gun, like, give me all your money. It might be like a more low key, you know what I mean? One could be the lookout, one could be the getaway driver, one could be the like foil. Exactly. Cool. The foil. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> the person who wears tin foil as a distraction. <laughs> the known decoity. Katie Lang. Uh, Investigation to date has resulted in the identification of 2,781 of the 4,486 persons known to have been involved in these bank robberies. So, again, like, they work in teams sometimes, and uh, they might have captured the one of the... Uh, perpetrators and maybe some of the other ones got away or mm-hmm. you know so a solved bank robbery doesn't necessarily mean that they have captured and id'd all e- of the suspects every person in the gang mm-hmm. yeah um so of these identified persons 36 percent were determined to be narcotics users and 27 percent had previously been convicted in either federal or state court for bank robbery bank burglary or bank larceny fantastic hey um and adding larceny to the mix this would be if there was no direct confrontation so like if an employee were stealing money okay not like a hold up you know what i mean oh yeah not a heist so Burglary can turn into larceny if you, like, snuck into the bank in the middle of the night and stole money. Mm-hmm. Most occurrences of bank robberies happen on a Friday and most between 3 and 6 p.m. Actually, that's misleading. Of all the days of the week, Friday is the day that the most robberies occur. You know what I mean? Yep. And most between 3 and 6 p.m. And most were a branch office in a commercial district in a metropolitan area. Lots of options here for escape routes. Mm -hmm. Also, one study shows that urban banks are more likely to be repeatedly robbed. One quarter of robbed banks will suffer repeat robbery within a week. Oh, before they have time to upgrade their security. Yeah, and people know that it's robbable. Oh, Mm -hmm. smart, smart. Probably 
And over half of robbed banks are robbed again within a month. That so, is so again. scary. And sometimes by the same person. <laughs> I know. That just seems like counterintuitive to like go back to the seat of the crime, you know, but I guess this makes sense. Well, it doesn't necessarily need to be the same person. No, I know, but mm-hmm. yeah, you'd think like, oh, we'll have an extra guard or, oh, there's less money there now because. But probably mm-hmm. not. They stole a bunch of it, but like probably not. Because usually you're only getting a handful of what they have behind the counter. You're not getting into like the vault. Correct. Mm-hmm. And money comes in quick. Yeah. Um, so the vast majority of these robberies happened at the counter as opposed to in an office area, in the vault, at an ATM, or at the drive-up, which makes sense. Mm-hmm. In terms of modus operandi, MO, the majority used a demand note mm-hmm. followed by a weapon threatened and an oral demand. Nailed it. That's my Most favorite. Most people just pass that note. That's Amanda's seduction strategy oral demand demand weapon note. threatened weapon threatened and oral demand <laughs> in that get order down there and get to work <laughs> sir a demand note <laughs> <laughs> just slipped across the dinner table by candlelight it makes put all so the boners inside me or you or the Menacing dog getting a it. fork Ick. Or the dog gets it. Ick. I don't know. I don't know. I don't like any of this. I don't. I want all of my sexual encounters to be consensual. So I don't even like this joke. <laughs> Kenyon started it. Okay. It's totally Kenyon's fault. Um, acts of violence were committed in 133 of 3,937 robberies, resulting in 31 injuries, and those were primarily of employees. 11 deaths, primarily of the perpetrators. Oh. So keep in, remember, this is just the year 2017. Mm-hmm. And 34 hostages taken, which were also primarily employees. So actually, on the whole, not that violent. No. Yeah. No. On the whole, no. Regional summaries of bank robberies, um, most of them happen in the South. Oh, the really? Deep South. The mm-hmm. South, you said. With the largest number in Texas. Ooh, Texas. Waco. And fun fact, 30 of them happened in Minnesota. That is what? wild to me. Mm-hmm. Too many. Bank robberies happen, like, all the fucking time, you guys. It's so weird. It's, it is so weird. I forget that they're oftentimes, like, little operations. Like, the, the threat note or even armed robbery, like, it's not uncommon. And mm-hmm. this is why mobile deposit of checks is so important. Mm-hmm. So you never have to go to a bank. Correct. I don't <laughs> want to remember the, the last time I physically went to the bank. This uh, is why Bitcoin is so important. You guys, start <laughs> investing in Bitcoin. Don't, though. <laughs> You're going to revolutionize the bank heist industry. Don't understand Bitcoin. I never will. And I'm okay no, with I, that. I get it. I'm done. Okay, so some ways the banks avoid being robbed. They start with good customer service. Go figure. <laughs> if, the teller, if the teller makes eye contact and says hello to a prospective robber, they're less likely to go through with a robbery or to use violence. And some uh-huh. banks hire like a Walmart style greeter to like look at people and greet them. Oh, that's, that's why that person is there. Okay. Yeah. 
Many banks have silent alarms, derp. Some have their employees sign NDAs so they can't talk about what kinds of security measures their branch has, which I thought oh, was smart. That's good. That's smart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Tellers are instructed to act slowly in order to buy time to talk about what little money they actually keep on hand, et cetera. To, so to like discourage the person from. I right. want to get in on a bank teller robber, anti robbery training. Like training? Yeah. Yeah. That'd be really cool. That'd be fun. Um, and actually having certain technologies in use, such as. CDUs, which are cash dispensing units, can limit the amounts of cash that can be dispensed at a given time. Oh, so they're not just like a drawer that they open. Right. In some some places. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's like a it's like a machine. It's like a robot teller. Oh, okay. You can't threaten a robot. Um, high teller counters. So like the counters themselves are high and the, some of them also have windows so that robbers can't jump over and like, you know, Hold a gun physically threaten the tellers. Yeah. Yeah. They have armed security guards. They have surveillance cameras all around the property. They can put GPS trackers inside money bags or inside the cash, like in the stacks of cash. Mm-hmm. They also have dye packs that explode and stain Uh-oh. the bills. Mm-hmm. And also and potentially... Yeah, potentially the robber. So I have a picture of one of those dye packs having exploded. Oh, it looks that's like what blood. That is. It's like red dye. Yeah. Oh, that's gross. It also like looks like it kind of burnt the bills. Yeah, it ex- it explodes. Oh. So kind of cool, kind of nifty. Mm. Um, they also have what's called a man trap. <laughs> which I feel like Amanda can identify with. Yeah, tell me more about this man trap, you say. My ears so, are peaked. So if there's like a if there's like a vestibule, like an inside door and an outside door, I love a there good are, Tell me more. There are alarms or there's like, you know, you can trigger something if they're trying to escape that will Open the interior door, but lock the exterior door. And then once the interior door shuts, then it locks that one also. So yeah. they're stuck in the vest. Oh, I Smart. like that. I yeah. like it. I yeah. need to install one of these in the <laughs> you front need, of my apartment. You need to view <laughs> people like the television show you. <laughs> oh this God. is how desperate things have become. <laughs> It's okay. Winter's almost over. You can hang in there. We're all depressed. I know. It's so bad. So long. Okay. Also requiring customers to remove hats, sunglasses, scarves, etc. at the window. That's not a policy everywhere, but it is in a lot of banks. And it's just so they can, like, fucking look at you. Get a good look at you. Mm-hmm. And lastly, bait money, which is stacks of bills with sequential serial numbers so that the bills can be tracked as they're spent. Yeah, mm-hmm. you don't mm-hmm. want the mm-hmm. bottom bills at the bottom of the trays. Learn that yeah. from movies. Why? Cuz they're cereal? Cuz they're marked like the the last bill in a stack in the tray is like marked somehow specially and you can get caught using it or something. But if it's given to are. you by a teller. No, the wow. tellers know not to give the bottom bill in oh, the tray gotcha. to normal people. Okay, gotcha. Um, So if you find yourself in a robbery situation, assuming that you aren't the bank robber, just remember that your money is insured by the FDIC. So, like, don't be a hero. Mm -hmm. Just fucking go with it. Yeah. Many robbers 
as as I noted before, many robbers use substances to amp themselves up like cocaine or meth. So, like, again, mm-hmm. just don't fucking just don't. Don't Super get strange. involved. Just lie down and be quiet and still. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you comply. should lie. You should watch the robber, but do not stare, stare, or make mm-hmm. eye contact stare. with them. Mm-hmm. Well, notice yeah, you want to get a description, but you don't want to make yourself like stand out. Yep. Yeah. So you don't notice want details them to scream them. at you. What are you looking at? Right. Hey, exactly. I just met you. This is crazy. <laughs> You're robbing my bank. I'm calling the police, maybe. I'm calling the FDIC. <laughs> a member of FDIC. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are like professional songwriters. Yeah, we know. <laughs> um, other things to note, like uh, what kind of weapons they're using and also their direction of travel. If you can see them like leave the area. Oh, if the robber takes fucked because I only travel by landmarks and lefts and rights. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if so there's not it's a McDonald's like- in that I have no idea. Something is like northbound on something, something at mile marker. I'm like, I don't fucking know what you're talking (laughs) about. Where's the nearest McDonald's to that? (laughs) Is there a case there? Is it the Casey's at exit 23? So excited for our road trip with you two next week. (laughs) (laughs) I can read a phone. Okay. Talks to me. Here is something that. We'd all be really good at. If the robber takes you hostage, consider ways to make yourself less appealing, like wailing or <laughs> shitting yourself. <laughs> I could easily do either of these. <laughs> that was a legitimate tip. They didn't use the word shit, but like, that's what they're... Soiling yourself. Yeah. They said, consider bodily functions as a way to make yourself less appealing. You just do a bunch of fake armpit farts. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want me. <laughs> yeah. Oh uh, I feel God. so sorry for those who can't fart on demand to yeah, resort to armpit farts. Okay. Once the robber leaves the bank, do not touch anything. Don't discuss details with other victims so as to not risk your own memories and perceptions being tainted with somebody else's. And last but not least, Seek therapy afterwards if you feel a change in your emotional health because that shit can be very, very scary. Yeah, you can get PTSD, uh, PTSD from any kind of robbery situation or hostage situation yeah. for Absolutely. sure. Yeah. All right. Those were good tips. I'm going to keep all that in mind for when I'm never at a bank. I can't wait <laughs> to fart and shit myself out of a heist situation. It's not going to get you out of a live show situation, so no, don't even fine, try will, it. It will get me out of a kidnapping slash bank heist situation, I probably. guarantee. Yeah, probably. Come in handy, just shit on demand. All right, speaking okay. of, let's get a word from our sponsors. Oh, God. <laughs> Headspace is your guide to health and happiness. In fact, just 10 days of Headspace has been proven to reduce stress and increase happiness, which we could all use a little increase, am I right? Mm-hmm. It will teach you the life-changing skills of meditation and mindfulness in just a few minutes a day because true crime podcasts can help with your self-care, but you might also want to throw in a little meditation and mindfulness while you're at it. Uh-huh. 
Um, and meditation is rooted in tradition, but it's also backed by scientific research. I am a data and facts gal. Uh. Three weeks of headspace has been proven to reduce aggression slash reactivity to negative feedback by 57%. Whoa. I need that. Yep. <laughs> Four weeks of headspace uh, improves focus by 14%. I need that. Ten days of headspace increases happiness by 5%. We all yes, need that. Please pile it on. <laughs> Ten days of headspace reduces irritability by 27%. Lucy needs, needs that. that. <laughs> Whatever. Ten days of headspace reduces stress by 14%. Speaking of what Lucy needs, I use Headspace, thank you for noticing, <laughs> and it's really nice to have just um, kind of feedback and, and guidance to just tuning out, you know, your co-hosts and your everyday annoyances, <laughs> and just kind of getting back in your own brain, resettling. Um, there are little videos and tutorials in this app that you can use that just sort of guide you through meditation and focus and all that good stuff. Um, Headspace has hundreds of meditation sessions on everything from stress to sleep. We all need that. I love it. So you can start your journey towards a healthier, happier life by subscribing to Headspace. Sign up now at headspace.com forward slash gals to get a free month trial so you can check it out see what works for you you get that whole month for free again sign up online at headspace.com forward slash gals for a free month trial and start meditating today treat yo whole brain body mind and spirit <laughs> ask yourself this one extremely important question is your underwear making you happy at this moment is it it might Mine not is, because I'm wearing me undies. Oh. <laughs> or were you not even thinking about your underwear? I was definitely thinking about my underwear. Wouldn't you like Always. to be wearing underwear that is so soft that you feel like you're making love to an actual cloud all day long? Mm -hmm. Grind on that cloud. Mm -hmm. Grind on it. Well, I've got one word for you. Me undies. Uh, yeah, BuzzFeed said this about me undies, and we agree. Quote, they feel like actual heaven against your skin. We're going to assume heaven is really soft in this context. <laughs> These are quite literally the softest pair of underwear that I have ever worn, and I prefer to not wear underwear, so my endorsement is really solid if I'm saying I love wearing this underwear. It breathes. It hugs you. It's so soft, it's so comfortable. It's like basically seamless. They don't have tags that are making you all itchy. Mm -hmm. It doesn't ride up. I have like the cheeky version because mm -hmm. I like to have like a little bit of my booty showing but not my whole booty showing. Mm -hmm. They stay in place. They don't go completely up my booty hole. They <laughs> are amazing. And not only will you feel like your loins are being hugged by joy itself, but MeUndies gives you multiple style options for every body. So if you like them cheekies, if you like more of those like high-rise bikini cuts, like they have a cut that is gonna crush for you. And then you could match your significant other with their fun little patterns. Ooh. It's so great. I love MeUndies so much. MeUndies has a great offer for our listeners. For any first-time purchasers, when you order MeUndies, you get 15% off and free shipping. 
So this is a no-brainer. Get 15% off a pair of the most comfortable undies you will ever put on. Again, to get 15% off your first pair, free shipping, and a 100% satisfaction guarantee, mm. go to meundies.com forward slash gals, G-A-L-S. That's meundies.com forward slash gals. Get 15% off your first pair, free shipping, Satisfaction guarantee. Treat your booty. Treat your booty. Treat your ass. Ass. <laughs> Fortaleza, Brazil. Brazil. I hmm. cannot speak any Portuguese, so bear with me. I can. <laughs> May you know me as Lucy. Um, <laughs> Elefante. <laughs> Obrigado. Okay. In oh. March of 2005, a landscaping company rented a commercial property in the city center of Fortaleza, about a block away from the Banco Central. Mm. A sign indicated that the business sold both natural and artificial grass, as well as a variety of other plants. They distributed free promotional baseball caps with their company logo, and they also... Love that took out local advertisements. Love that. <laughs> Ed, when do we get to do a promotional wine and crime baseball cap? Uh, a dad hat would be kind of cool. Love it. Uh, love that. Love that. Um, and it seemed like business was booming. For months, neighbors saw between six to ten employees coming and going from the property, and vans with loads of dirt and soil were sent out daily. A pickup truck with the, logo, with the logo Grama Synthetica, synthetic turf, uh, was also seen parked at the property. The end. <laughs> God, if only. I got a lot out of that case, actually. Yeah. Shockingly. Yeah. I did, too. Well, let's start a landscaping business. So, Learn some Portuguese, and we're going to launch a hat line. <laughs> Roughly three months later, on the night of August 5th slash early morning of August 6th, burglars broke into the Banco Central and made off with 164.7 million reais. Jeez. Which is how you apparently pronounce the Brazilian currency. Fantastic. Uh, and that is the equivalent of over 71 million U.S. dollars, according to the exchange rate at Whoa. the time. That's a lot of money. A lot of hay ice. Yeah, it is. Hay ice. Christ, that's a lot of money. <laughs> um, still more baffling, the money was comprised almost entirely of small bills of 50 hay ice notes, which are uh, approximately 13 U.S. dollar notes. Um, so the total loot weighed more than three and a half tons. Woof. Oh, yeah. The Banco Central is the Brazilian central bank, which means it is responsible for controlling the country's money supply. It was like uh, that Fortnite. Exactly, exactly, Dr. Phil. Um, at the time of the robbery, some of the bills in the bank's vault were new, uh, meaning they'd not yet been released into circulation, but some of them were used, having temporarily been pulled from circulation to be examined for wear and tear uh, in order to determine, you know, if they could be recirculated or if they had to be incinerated because they were, like, too worn out. Got it. 
The thieves clearly only stole the used bills, none of which were numbered sequentially. Fort. And the bank also did not have a record of the serial numbers, making them almost impossible to trace. So they were very, they left all the new money that was sequentially numbered. Got Fucking it. smart. Smart. I got this. So smart. This was the biggest bank heist in Brazil's history and the third biggest in the world. Wow. And even more surprisingly, the theft wasn't discovered for over 48 hours. What? Yeah. It had taken $71 million. Go missing for 48 hours and nobody notices because it was, it took place on a Friday. Oh, everybody's got to get home for the weekend. (laughs) Um, And it was on a Friday night after the bank had closed and the bank uh, was then closed for the weekend. I don't think it was always closed over the whole weekend. I think maybe this was a special weekend, but I don't know for sure. Um, And then it only reopened again at 8.30 a.m. on the following Monday. And that is when they figured it out. Mm -hmm. So that Mm -hmm. gave them lots of time to get away. There were no casualties, no gunshots, no noisy explosives alerting witnesses, and the bank vault door hadn't even been breached. Inside what? job. And an Ocean's Eleven shit? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Are there, t- are there two small gymnasts in a suitcase <laughs> Yes. Not that I know of, but also the bank's alarm systems never went off. Mm, like, they did that whole jumping through the lasers thing mm-hmm. without the lasers ever touching you. Mm-hmm. I've seen it. Mm-hmm. I've seen it. We know. We know. We're on to you, Tom Cruise. <laughs> <laughs> so how did they do it? Well, remember those van loads of dirt being carried away on the reg across the street? <gasps> Wait a gosh darn minute. I do remember the dirt. <laughs> the Grama Sentitica? <laughs> <laughs> So it turns out Yeah, that's Spanish, I'm pretty sure. (laughs) Uh, Turns out they weren't destined for landscaping projects after all. Yes. (laughs) Yes, the gardening company across the street had just been a facade. The dirt removals a Shawshank style ruse. Redemption. <laughs> In reality, a gang of professional criminals had actually spent three months digging a tunnel between 78 and 84 meters long. Damn! Brilliant. I is, love this. Which is about the width of a Manhattan city block. Wow. Um, and it was 70 centimeters wide and three meters deep slash tall. It was really fucking tall on the inside. You got to be able to stand up. They're not going to crouch for anybody. Right. Um, 70 so centimeters wide. Isn't that super narrow? I have no idea. Uh, no spatial awareness. 70 centimeters is less than 100 centimeters, which is less than... I'm Googling meter. it. It's like two it's feet. 27, it's 27 and a half inches. So, yeah, it's a little bit more than two feet. Yeah. Um, okay, go to the drive. There are photos. Pretty much any photos of, like, a hole is the tunnel. And then there are some infographics. 
So there's Machine Gun Kelly is in these photos inexplicably. (laughs) There's a there's a graphic that shows the tunnel and like little guys and arrows. Baco Central and Casa. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then there's one that shows how far away it was on the street. Amazing. So Casa Alugada and then the Baco Central. It's like far. That's a haul. Yeah. Yeah. Um, d- 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 it passed under the Avenida Dom Manuel, which is one of the busiest streets in Fortaleza. And the tunnel opened directly into the Banco Central's vault. Um, so the, f- <laughs> the floor of which was <laughs> constructed out of 1.1 meters of steel reinforced concrete. And the the criminals used bolt cutters, a blowtorch, and an electric saw to penetrate this final barrier and get inside the vault. So they didn't even open the door. (laughs) Amazing. (laughs) They came in through the floor. I love it so much. Incredible. Um, This is like something out of a cartoon. I know. Yeah. Yeah. They dug with spoons. This is some wily coyote shit. Yeah. The excavation was an elaborate affair. The criminals clearly spared no expense. Quote, they had sophisticated equipment, including GPS and experts in mathematics, engineering, and excavation. Because, like, this is a big-ass tunnel to be digging without also alerting anyone. Yeah, secretly. Yeah. Um, Like, that's really fucking hard. They needed a bunch of engineers. Uh, The tunnel itself was something of a masterpiece. There was ample room to stand upright. Um, it had support beams, electric lighting, and wood paneling. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I like that. Like your grandparents' basement. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and my favorite part, full ventilation, including a rudimentary air conditioning system. <laughs> Yeah, you'll probably get hot down there. Yeah. Nobody wants to be sweating. Hauling tons of old bills, old cash. Yeah. Yeah, it's heavy. It's sweating. And it's August Taking in Brazil. care of their employees. Oh, wait. That's winter. Yeah. That's winter. Never mind. Okay. But this was not quite the perfect crime. In the weeks and months following the theft, numerous individuals suspected of being involved in the plot were apprehended by police. Just two days after the discovery of the burglary, military police arrested two men in a car-carrying truck. So, like one of those big trucks that has a bunch of cars stacked on it. Oh, those freak okay. me out. Yeah. Yeah, they always look like they're going to roll off out of the highway. Always. Final destination style. Why are they at such a slant? Yeah, it's <laughs> not okay. So this particular truck had three pickup trucks on it. And inside the pickup trucks was more than two million hay ice in cash, uh, presumably from the Banco Central. Then, about six weeks later, another five men were arrested with over five million hay ice in cash. Um, Under questioning, these men admitted to helping dig the tunnel. By November, four more suspects had been arrested. So they're kind of all, they're falling like dominoes. So we've got 11 men down, but a whole hell of a lot more to go because this was not a small operation. Mm. 
Because the stolen money was not in private bank accounts, and much of it was destined to be removed from circulation anyway, none of it was insured. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no, member FDIC. Oh, no. So the government is pissed. Yeah. Yeah. Not happy. Whoa. Um, but in the end, <laughs> this was not a victimless crime. <laughs> On October 20th, 2005, the body of Luis Fernando Ribeiro was discovered about 200 miles west of Rio de Janeiro, which is very far from Fortaleza. It's like a 37-hour drive away. Yuck. Jesus. Yeah, Brazil's huge. It's yeah. Tre- it's tremendous. Um, Which, to be fair, Midwesterners are more willing to drive 37 hours than get on an airplane. Right. So, <laughs> right. It was like a good solid day and a half drive. We could bang that out if we go in shifts. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, my God. It's still an 11 hour flight. Good cripes. Yeah. That's long. Yeah. yeah. It's far. So, Ribeiro, uh, at just 26 years old, was suspected of being uh, one of the masterminds of the heist and also its. Uh, financier. So he fronted some 300,000 hay ice for the operation to like rent the property and buy the baseball caps and all that shit. <laughs> the merch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I feel you. <laughs> Start a, starting a small business isn't easy. That shit adds yeah. up. You got to spend money to make money. Yeah. So he'd, uh, so his dead body was found. Okay. He'd clearly been kidnapped and tortured. Handcuff marks were visible on his wrists, and he'd been shot seven times. Okay, that's not good. So, Ribeiro had fled to Sao Paulo after the robbery, but was kidnapped on October 7th. And his kidnappers demanded a hefty ransom from his family because they knew that he masterminded this bank heist and had the money. So they targeted him, and they also knew that, like, the family probably wouldn't go to the cops because he masterminded this heist. Right? Yep. Yep. So the family paid, some reports said, like, almost 900,000 heist. Some reports said 2 million, so somewhere in there. Um, But the kidnappers nonetheless did not release Ribeiro alive. So they got the money, but they still didn't let him go. And it's actually suspected that police officers were responsible for his kidnapping and murder. And one officer was actually arrested for the crime, but I don't know if he was ever convicted. Uh-oh. So the police are hunting down these bank robbers, basically. That's a bummer. Don't rob a bank in Brazil. Don't rob a bank. <laughs> Period. <laughs> Yeah. But if you're going to have to, avoid doing it in Brazil. Definitely not. Also, Brazil. avoid involving like 45 other people. Right. That's too many moving parts. You don't yeah. want that many employees. It's hard. The WhatsApp thread is just unwieldy. Yeah. And someone's going to get disgruntled. <laughs> you have to have a Slack group. Nobody wants that. Oh, fuck that. I was right. just talking about how much I hate Slack this morning. Yeah. Ugh. Unless they sponsor us someday. Forget we ever said that. Okay. So, Luis Ribeiro's kidnapping set off a chain of similar crimes. 
Between October 2005 and April 2006, at least six other suspects involved in the bank heist were kidnapped and their families all paid the ransoms that were demanded of them. Wow. Yeah. Uh, So one person does it and then everybody else starts doing it. The following October, the body of another suspect, a mechanic named Evandro Jose Das Neves, was found in a Sao Paulo favela. God, I just don't know how to speak any Portuguese or Spanish. I'm so... Favela. Favela. Blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah, blah. It's like a slum. I know what it is. Okay, whatever. He had been shot and left in an alley. And it's believed that Das Neves was killed by police officers trying to extort some of the bank heist loot as well. Fucking assholes. Yeah. To date, there have been uh, over 28 related criminal cases that went to trial related to the heist. Uh, 133 people were charged uh, with involvement in the plot. 94 were convicted, but 10 of those 94 were later acquitted. Um, And the most recent arrest was of Adelino Angelim de Sousa Neto, who was nicknamed Amarelo or... The Yellow. Okay. The Yellow. That's his nickname is The Yellow. The uh, jaundiced. <laughs> <laughs> the, you should probably go to the doctor. Mm. How many carrots have you eaten? Oh my God, Liver my grandma failure. actually had to go to the doctor once because she ate, she like survived on baby carrots. It's like the only thing she likes. And she was starting to turn orange like yeah. her fingernails and the whites of her eyes and shit <laughs> you turn orange oh my yeah God. and my doctor her doctor was like eat something else anything else <laughs> and this will pizza. reverse itself yeah and she was oh like okay God. cold cuts it is so she like only eats cold cuts and fucking carrots just she's 102 her, so clearly wraps her baby carrots in hand a long life apparently So the yellow was living with his wife and daughter in an extremely modest house. It was like brick. There's a picture on the drive. It's brick with a flat corrugated metal roof and like cracked walls. Oh, I see it. In the city of Paranoi. Um, But Paranoi. I think that's Paranoia. I think that's how you say it. Um, But supposedly he had only recently moved there from a bigger property with a whirlpool. Ooh, nice. hello. Goals. And somebody had ratted him out, like an anonymous person had ratted him out. Um, but his new neighbors were very surprised by his arrest because he seemed like a nice guy. Another That's man, amazing. Antonio Josevan Alves dos Santos. Banderas. N- <laughs> nicknamed Incredible. The German. <laughs> <laughs> I love all the nicknames. He's not German. Not German. <laughs> uh, was considered the mentor of the crime. And that's a quote. Hmm. Mentor? Yeah, so I saw this phrasing used in several articles. Everybody kept calling him the mentor. I don't know. Like um, the ringleader? I guess, but they literally called, like, seven different people the mastermind of the... So, I don't fucking know. He, I feel like that must mean that he had robbed banks before and knew about 
that? Probably, but also he'd received information from uh, or about the bank vault, the room itself, from two former security guards who had worked there. And so then he set the plan in motion and like recruited others to help pull it off because mm. he got that initial tidbit of info. Like, hey, you can use a blowtorch and crawl in through the floor and not set off the alarm. Perfect. So uh, the German was sentenced to 49 years and two months in prison. But there is a counter theory that the Fortaleza Banco Central heist was not perpetrated by a ragtag band of cunning criminals, but was actually orchestrated by a group called the PCC, the Primero Comando de Capital. Um, oh, hello. One of the most powerful mafia groups in Brazil. Which would not surprise me if you're going to pull off such a major heist. I feel like the mafia a lot of moving parts is going to know about it. So this gang receives a cut of the proceedings of all major crimes or else. What? Like if you're going to commit any kind of big crime in Brazil, you have to give them a cut, even if they're not involved whatsoever or they'll fucking kill you. Basically. Now that's some mailbox money. Yeah. Um, so the gang's founder, nicknamed Galea, meaning the big jelly. <laughs> that's my nickname. <laughs> oh, wow. The big Jalea. jelly. Oh, I, I identify very closely with this nickname. Uh, he's currently serving time in a maximum security prison. He's kind of he's kind of like an El Chapo type. Um, so he admitted to I think some journalists quote No one is going to rob a bank and not make a contribution. Oh wow! But what that is depends on the job. It's not a fixed amount. Two million, three million, a good amount. <laughs> That's a quote. Yeah. So I it, love that. It could be that. Like these other guys planned it, and then they gave the piece the mafia group like some money, but not enough. And then the mafia was like, "Fuck all of you," and like started killing people or ratting people out. I don't know. It's complicated. That's as far as I got to date. Less than twenty million hay ice or five million U.S. dollars total has been recuperated from the total haul. Oh my god. Whoa. So less sixty six million dollars was still floating around Brazil. Yeah, in yeah. just small bills. Small used bills. Oh that just no. like entered the economy. Wow. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, so that's I do too, and I also wonder how much that would fuck with like inflation, like the economy. To have money out there that they didn't mean to put back into circulation. Right. Yeah. uh, Well, it would make inflation worse. And inflation has become worse. But it's probably due to a bunch of factors. Because $66 is a lot. But it's not like... It's not like an entire continent altering... It's not like your GDP. Right. Right. Like, Brazil's a huge fucking country. If it were $66 in, like name a small country without offending people. 
then, yeah. Name a small country without offending people. I was going to start naming small countries. I hear property name a small country without offending people is very reasonable price. The market is hot right now. I didn't, I didn't, yeah. It's never a good game to start naming small countries. Yeah, no. Nino. So anyway, that's my case. Love it. Nice. I'm obsessed with that robbery. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Slash larceny. When in doubt, <laughs> dig a tunnel. The big jelly <laughs> also <laughs> would like jokingly call people that he knew. Every once in a while, he'd be like, he's a good digger. Oh. Wink, <laughs> wink, wink. So bad. I love That's it. <laughs> I love it. I need to hire these folks just to get me out of my apartment. Like that's how much snow we have right now. Yeah. Do you think they'd help me finish my patio this spring? Seriously. So efficient. Tunnel out, tunnel out people. All right. Let's talk to some sponsors and then finish this baby out. Think about all the things that you could do. If you weren't spending time at the grocery store, you could exercise. (laughs) LOL. You can play with your kids. <laughs> LOL. You could take a nap. That Woo! one resonates with me. Yes. You could call a friend. You could do a podcast. You could walk your dog. Mm-hmm. You could watch The Bachelor. Did we mention nap? Yeah, so many naps. Uh, there are pretty much endless benefits of Instacart, but I'm going to list just a couple of them for you. You get groceries delivered in as little as one hour or at a time that works with your schedule. So you can set up, hey, I'm going to be home at this time. This is when I want myself delivered. You get exclusive coupons through Instacart, so you can save money with coupons on pantry staples. Pantry staples, (laughs) y'all. Instacart is available at your favorite stores, so you can get groceries delivered from local and national retailers. And there are other perks like no sitting in traffic, no looking for parking, no waiting in the checkout line behind that one old lady who still writes checks. (laughs) Why are you still here? It's amazing. Kenyon, how does it work? This is how it works. Uh, so you can choose. You can either get the app or you can go to instacart.com and shop the groceries that you need from your favorite local retailers uh, and national retailers. Uh, and then Instacart shops for you. So Ugh, you have a personal shopper. Your shopper gathers your groceries with care by selecting excellent produce and contacting you if necessary. So there's going to be an actual human out there like checking if that avocado is ripe. Squeezing your tomatoes. Yeah. Your melons. Mm. You're, squeezing your melons. Squeeze my melons, Instacart. Uh, and then Instacart delivers. So your groceries will arrive in as little as one hour or at a time that you select. So you can like order some items from your desk at work mm. at lunchtime and, you know, say when you're going to be home when you want them delivered. I love that. And they keep hot items hot and cold items cold. It's amazing the convenience. Best. We've already talked about how when I first did Instacart, it terrified my mother because it arrived so quickly that I didn't even have time to tell her that mm-hmm. a human being was going to be handing her a cart of groceries. Convenience so scary, your Momar <laughs> will close the door in the Instacart deliverer driver's face. face. <laughs> but now, my mother is a convert. So when I was coming back to Minnesota, she was like, do you want anything? And I was like, obviously I want a sparkling water, plain. plain. And she was like, no problem. Problem, ordered it through Instacart. Oh, brill. Amazing. 
Try Instacart and get $10 off your first order. To get this limited time offer, go to instacart.com or download the mobile app and enter our promo code GALS, that is G-A-L-S, at checkout. Again, that gets you $10 off your first order. That is a lot of sundries, everyone. Mm. Pantry staples. Uh Pantry staples. Do it today at instacart.com or through the mobile app. And don't forget to enter that code GALS one more time, just for good measure, just for those in the back. Instacart.com or through the mobile app. Use our code GALS at checkout. $10 off. Treat yo chore list. Spring has officially sprung. Not in Des Moines, but definitely at ModCloth. (laughs) Discover everything from fun florals and stripes to easy one-and-done looks like rompers and jumpsuits. Yes, please. Their collection of fresh, feminine, wearable styles makes getting ready a breeze, no muss, no fuss. Mm-hmm. Beach day or vacay? Yep. Nab your perfect swimsuit in size XXS to 4X. Love that. Amanda, you got mm-hmm. some swimsuits from ModCloth. I did, and I mixed and matched between that XXS and 4X <laughs> because my top do not match my bottom. <laughs> Thank you, ModCloth. Cue the wedding bells, because ModCloth's bridal boutique will have you falling in love Ooh. with its assortment of wedding gowns, guest of looks, and bridesmaids mm-hmm. approved dresses. There, I got my bridesmaid dress for Lucy's wedding from ModCloth, y'all. Yes, yes. ModCloth believes fashion should celebrate all women. That's why they are expanding their size range from double zero to 28. What? Something for everyone. They get it. Mm. And speaking of, if you have a question about fit, their team of mod stylists can hook you up with complimentary sizing and styling help. They are here for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, although spring has sprung, I chose to order about seven items that were all black <laughs> from ModCloth. Yeah, you did. Recently. <laughs> I got a really cute all black long sleeve dress with like little polka dots mm-hmm. on I the sleeves. I saw it. It was really cute. I, so cute. I got a black leather jacket. So cute. Mama's bringing it. I got a pair of adorable little black pants with like a gold zipper detail that I wore to like three of our live shows. Yeah, if you were there in Florida, you saw these pants. <laughs> And they were working. <laughs> They're magic pants. I'm obsessed with my cloth. It's like one of the only places that I shop for clothes these days. Uh, fully with you. We are obsessed with mod cloth and we want you to be obsessed with mod cloth too. So to get 15% off your purchase of $100 or more, go to modcloth.com. That's M-O-D-C-L-O-T-H.com and enter promo code WINECRIME at checkout. This offer is valid for one-time use only and expires on August 3rd of 2019. So run, do not walk to get 15% off of your first purchase of $100 or more by going to modcloth.com and entering that code WINECRIME at checkout. Trio bod. Claude your bod with mod. Claude it. Zola, the wedding company that will do anything for love, is reinventing the wedding planning and registry experience to make the happiest moments in couples' lives even happier. From engagement to wedding and decorating your first home, Zola is there combining compassionate customer service with modern tools and technology all in the service of love. They will do anything for love. And they will do that. (laughs) And you can join 500 thousand couples who have used Zola. I mean, seriously, the proof is in the pudding. Zola takes the stress out of wedding planning with free wedding websites, your dream wedding registry. I seriously want to just 
throw a wedding for myself mm -hmm. just mm -hmm. so I can build a Zola wedding website. <laughs> I recommend. Yeah. They offer affordable save the dates and invitations and easy to use planning tools. You can conveniently manage everything online and in one place it saves so much time for couples. Yeah, It's amazing. You start with that free wedding website. It is so easy. It is so quick to set up. They have over 100 beautiful website designs to choose from that will fit any couple's style and every type of wedding. Seriously, I've scrolled through them. There are Mm -hmm. It's like bottomless choices. I love it. They are tasteful, y'all. It's a bottomless mimosa of a website. It really <laughs> is. Zola makes it easy to personalize your favorite design with all of your wedding details. You got that FAQ page, all that stuff. Um, you can add photos, stories about how you met, travel, and accommodations info, which is especially important if you're traveling to South Africa for a wedding. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. even recommend things to do for your guests while they're in town for your wedding. So again, that FAQ section, you can you know, answer people's questions. Can I bring my kids? No. Do I have a plus one? Maybe. You can put your Zolo registry on your wedding website so guests can get all the details they need and buy your wedding gift in one convenient and beautiful place. Don't Amazing. forget that gift. Yep. Mm -hmm. I'm coming up on eight months of married life. Uh, and I can definitely attest that Zola made registering for our newlywed life super easy. Um, we registered for all kinds of stuff and uh, Zola offered free shipping and returns. Also price matching. Mm. It was amazing. And through the Zola registry, they have over 500 top brands like Cuisinart, uh, Sonos, we got a Sonos speaker. They also have like Airbnb. You can get Airbnb gift cards. That's super helpful. Love it. You can create funds for your honeymoon, for your future home, for a new puppy. Get a new puppy. Uh, we have the perfect puppy, but I- Get another puppy. I did register for a cooling mat because it gets hot in South Africa, y'all, and my dog is fluffy. That is amazing. Um, anything you want. Plus, you can register for gift cards to your favorite brands like Dell, Delta, Southwest, Hulu, Home Depot, and more. So it's just, it's like so well thought out. It's like so millennial, mm -hmm. I just love it. Um, you also have a completion discount. That means 20% off remaining gifts on your registry starting right after your big day. I basically went on to Zola and added a ton of stuff after the wedding to mm -hmm. my registry and then bought it all myself brilliant. for 20% off. So brilliant. It was great. So. To start your free wedding website and also to get $50 off your registry on Zola, free 50 bucks, I can't even, go to zola.com forward slash gals, that's G-A-L-S. Again, to start your free wedding website and get $50 off your registry on Zola, go to zola.com forward slash gals, that's Z-O-L-A.com forward slash G-A-L-S. Treat yo wedding. Trade it. Are we ready for my case? Yeah. Wait, because I took two shallow dives. Nice. Because there are too many heists and I didn't want to work that hard. So here we go. Yep. Um, first one is an intriguing crime, in my opinion. And it sounds like the plot of a movie, basically, which is why I picked it. So on the night of Sunday, December 19th, 2004, way, way back machine, groups of armed men arrived at the homes of two officials of the Northern Bank, one in Downpatrick in County Down Ooh. and the other in Pool Glass in West Belfast, 
Ireland. Uh-huh. East of Peniston. <laughs> east of far east of Peniston. <laughs> Masquerading as police servicemen of Northern Ireland, PSNI, PNI, officers. <laughs> They entered the homes and held the officials and their families at gunpoint. Mm, not good. Bank official Christopher Ward was taken from pole glass to down Patrick to the home of his supervisor, Kevin McMullen, while gunmen remained at his home with Ward's family. So like hostages. Mm-hmm. Subsequently, McMullen's wife was taken from their home and held also at gunpoint at an unknown location. The following day, both officials were instructed to report to for for work at the bank's headquarters they're both higher ups at this bank at belfast donegal's donegal square uh donegal square west sorry all of this is so confusing to me um, also i just want to point out that all of this happened in northern ireland not in ireland right northern ireland right sure 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 sure. but northern iowa northern Northern iowa Iowa. Mm -hmm. at lunchtime on monday the 20th Ward removed a sum of money uh, thought to be around one million pounds and placed it in a uh, duffel bag, like a sporting duffel bag. Mm -hmm. He walked out of the bank's Wellington Street staff entrance with the duffel bag and made his way to a bus stop on Queen Street, where he met up with one of the robbers. After handing over the duffel bag with the stolen money, Ward returned to work. This was regarded as a test run for the main robbery that was to take place later that evening. McMullen and Ward remained at work after the close of the business, and later in the evening they gave entry to other members of the gang. The robbers entered the bank uh, at that Wellington Street staff entrance and made their way into the bank's cash handling and storage facility. Now, remember, this is December 20th, so this held an unusually large amount of cash in preparation for distribution to ATMs for the busy Christmas shopping season. Oh, yes. 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 I'm getting, like, Jingle All the Way vibes. Yeah, totally. Yes. Um, what's it called? Jingle what's the what's the Dennis Leary one where he takes the family oh. hostage around Christmas? The ref. I yeah. love that movie. Yeah. Oh, the ref. So good. This is basically shot for shot, the ref. <laughs> um, <laughs> Isn't Goldie Hawn in that? No. Uh, uh, Annette I Annette Benning, I think. Love. Yeah. So good. So cash was transferred to one or several vehicles that were parked outside um, on Wellington Street. Probably several, but there isn't like a lot of footage of how many vehicles there were. Um, The gang then fled. Shortly before midnight, the gang holding the Ward family left and those holding Mrs. McCullen released her in a forest near. Oh, God. Ballion, Ballion, Ballon, Han, Hanch, Ballon, Hanch. <laughs> Nailed it. Also, <laughs> Stonehenge. Please don't release me into the woods. That is a fate oh. worse than death. You will never. <laughs> you will never you recover dead in ten minutes. In yeah. minutes from just you'd be eaten by one of the many bears. Complaining about Ireland. the bugs. Yeah. Yeah. Hundred <laughs> percent. Too much grass touching mm-hmm. your feet. Ugh. You just explode. I'm getting itchy. So the stolen haul included ten million pounds of uncirculated Northern Bank Sterling banknotes, five point five million pounds of used Northern Bank Sterling notes, four point five million pounds of circulated Sterling notes issued by other banks, and small amounts of other currencies, largely euros and U.S. dollars. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Following hit. the raid, Northern Bank announced that it would recall all 300 million pounds worth of its banknotes in, denomination, in denominations of 10 pounds or more and reissue them in different colors with a new logo and new serial numbers. How could the it first do that? Of, I don't know. I have no clue. All Seems right. tough. Put its mind to it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. The first of these notes entered circulation <laughs> on the 11th of March in 2005. So they did it. I don't know. All right. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Although the police initially refused to be drawn as to who might be involved. So they had like no leads and did not release any information about who they were even really investigating. Um, but a number of commentators, including journalist Kevin Myers, writing in the Daily Telegraph, hello, <laughs> quickly blamed the provisional IRA, saying that only it had the wherewithal to conduct such a professional operation in the province. Oh, so it's like stereotypical. Bank robbery yeah. happens in Northern Ireland. It must be the IRA. IRA. It's probably yeah. the IRA. One senior police officer quoted in the Guardian newspaper said, quote, this operation required great expertise and coordination, probably more than the loyalist gangs possess. On January 18th of 2005, the provisional IRA issued a two line statement denying any involvement in the robbery. And I will read the statement to you now. (laughs) The IRA has been accused of involvement in the recent Northern Bank robbery. We were not involved. I have no further questions. Yep. So you're lucky we fucking released a statement in the first place. Yeah, assholes. (laughs) Several arrests have been made between 2005 and 2014 because of tracking of the stolen money and the recall and yada, yada, yada. But all of it has been for like money laundering. Mm. And none of these arrests have actually been made for the crime of robbing the bank. The case is still considered unsolved. Ooh, oh, weird. That's yeah, cool. so there's like several links to the money that was stolen and laundering of the stolen money, but it's pretty common for money to be stolen and then the laundering to be outsourced. Right. So most of the time it's not the same thieves that did the heist that are right. then laundering the money. Like right. So they're making all of these arrests, but they still haven't figured out who actually did it. Somebody fucking knows. Mm-hmm. And they're no snitch. They ain't no snitch. So that I thought was interesting and just sounded like a movie plot. So mm-hmm. there it is. Now, this is our little post dinner mint that I'm going to provide you with. <laughs> yes. So life pro tip. If you steal a car and then rob a bank at gunpoint. Don't brag about it on YouTube. Oh my YouTube. God. YouTube. YouTube. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. Unfortunately, this bit of seemingly obvious advice came too late for 19 year old Hannah Sabata, who was arrested on November 28th, 2012 in, I don't remember where she was. Uh, Nebraska. figures yeah well okay so she is she lives in stromberg nebraska and she faces charges in connection with the robbery of a cornerstone bank branch in waco nebraska Mm. on november there's a waco nebraska (laughs) y'all always i don't know which one's worse i don't want to go to either of them i want to go to texas waco 
I mean, mm-hmm. sure. Magnolia table, baby. More Gross. than I want to go to fucking Nebraska, Waco. That's for damn sure. Shiplap. Oh, so much shiplap. <laughs> crimes against shiplap, shiplap crimes. <laughs> if I could pick an episode, it would be shiplap crimes. And I would just do a monologue for two hours about how much I fucking hate shiplap. <laughs> anyway, so she robs this bank on November 27th, 2012. And according to a CBS News affiliate, what tipped the police off to the suspect was the text she sent to her ex-husband slash lover. Some reports reports said ex-husband, some reports said ex-boyfriend, but she is a mother. She's a mamba. Mm -hmm. And with this guy, whether they were married or not is really irrelevant. Her ex. Um, as well as a YouTube video that she posted, which featured her bragging about the crimes she committed and flashing a large wad of cash. Oh, my <laughs> God, people. Quote, I've been a sheriff for 19 years and in law enforcement for 42 years, and I've never seen anything like this. <laughs> said York County Sheriff Dale Radcliffe to the New York Times. Radcliffe said Sabata sent a text message to her ex bragging that she, quote, had a pile of money after robbing a bank and asking if he wanted to get a new tattoo with her. (laughs) (laughs) Which is like, first thing I would think of after robbing a bank. Yeah, that's a man. Call your boyfriend, get a tattoo. Get that ink. Mm Mm-hmm. Instead, the ex called the police. (laughs) We're already getting calls about the YouTube video, which was uploaded the day after the robbery. Sabata was arrested within hours. Nice. Well, people, yeah. Although the seven-minute video, which seems way <laughs> too long to me, <laughs> which I did watch, and it is not good. Um, <laughs> production quality is super low. The seven-minute video, which was uploaded by a YouTube user named Jelly Beanie, <gasps> the big, like big jelly. jelly, entitled "Quote Chick Bank Robber." Mm-hmm. Shows a young woman holding handwritten signs, a la Bob Dylan, a la Love Actually, <laughs> stating that she robbed a bank and stole a car. The woman holds a large bundle of cash in front of the camera and then pauses to smoke what the subtitles call, quote, a full bowl of weed. <laughs> People. Get it, girl. Get it. I love this part. Sheriff Radcliffe said a copy of the video will be used as evidence against her. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I should say so. And yes, it is still available on YouTube. She doesn't talk in the video, so it's not worth doing like a reaction play right now. Right. But if you get a chance to peek at it, I can post the link. Uh, She rocks some Green Day over it. Oh, okay. 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 But like, she didn't do it right where like the she puts the signs up for the camera but the they're backwards I don't know it, they're backwards like I don't know if it's because <laughs> she used like an old version of like forward facing camera it was 2014 uh, or 2012 so, like, whatever but it's just it's the production quality is so bad and she says that she robbed the bank in the first place because the government took her kid. CPS took her kid. Oh, right. Well, for, this will get it back. This will get your yeah, kid back. For neglect, for like uh, claims or uh, filed reports of neglect. And she had some bills and shit she needed to pay. So she thought, I got to rob a bank that I could pay off all these debts. And right. apparently and buy my tattoo. child back from CPS. And But first... Yeah, before I care, before I worry about getting my kid back, 
I'm going to get some new ink with my ex. And she only made off with like six grand. Like it's not (laughs) a lot of money. She went to a teller and the teller was like, "Uh, oh, fuck. Okay. So it's not like she got a million dollars. She got about $6,000 and, you know, also like Grand Theft Auto. She stole a fucking car in the video. She's like flashing the keys of the car that she stole and smiling. It's bizarre. Bizarre. So yeah, check it out. I bet if you just go to YouTube and type in chick bank robber, it'll pop up. Right. Doing it. Right. Mm -hmm. And those are my cases. Nice. Nice Some shallow dives. I like it. I like to keep it light and fresh today. Just like Lola wipes. I was going to say aided by Lola cleansing wipes. All right. Yeah, she's got some thick eyeliner too. Oh, did you did it work? Did it pop yeah. up? Chick oh. bank robber. Yeah. Like the first twenty-five results. All right. I we'll put it. some stills on the blog for you of this lady. Uh she has a full-on channel. You can subscribe. She has one point four thousand followers. Fourteen hundred oh followers. God. Can, you, can you imagine being her defense attorney? Just being like, <laughs> you did, did what? You uploaded what? (laughs) All right. Special thanks this week. Uh, Shout out to our fan picker for this excellent topic. Daphne Kozlowski. Mike Wazowski. (laughs) This was fun. I liked this. this Mine didn't have anybody dying. Kenyans did. Mine had some death. Still fun, in my opinion. Lighthearted death. Still a fun one. Um, also, thank you to Lisa from Canada. <laughs> a rose by any other name wouldn't smell nearly as sweet. Mm, a maple leaf <laughs> by any you, other Lisa. name. Oh, Canada. That's jokes. <laughs> You're America's hat. All right. <laughs> you have universal health care. Thank you to Toby Lee Sutton giving $5 a month. Toby Lee Sutton, you're pressing our buttons. Oh, Mm. yes. Thank you so much for your contribution. I had a gun and I were in a room with Toby, Hitler, (laughs) and Stalin. I'd shoot Toby twice. (laughs) Two bullets. Not this Toby. (laughs) Not this Toby. No, it's from the office. I know. know. (laughs) But if Toby Lee Sutton doesn't know that, they might be irritated. (laughs) by that comment. <laughs> All right. Love you, Toby. Annalise Brown. Uh, at least I tried to pronounce <laughs> your name right. <laughs> Incredible. Incredible. I got a real brown about town. <laughs> Billy Watson. Woo-hoo. What's in the box? <laughs> <laughs> your wife's pretty head. Oh, God. Hurry this up. We gotta watch seven. Thank you to Timothy Horan. Hooray! (laughs) Thank you so much, Timothy. And Horan. Horan so far (laughs) away. Oh, is it my turn? It's my turn. Uh, Karen Jaffe rhymes with Laffy Taffy. Karen Jaffe. Nailed it. Nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. So Karen, much. hardly know her. 
<laughs> Megan Guthrie, you elite establishment for live theater. Mm, in the Twin located Cities here in area. Minneapolis. <laughs> I appreciate the culture you provide to our fair city. Megan Guthrie. Thank you to Cass Watts. What's what's up with you, Cass? <laughs> we Mama Cass. Oh, my God. That's like the fourth time Lucy and I have said something. Ham sandwich. Totally. For real. I have no (laughs) Okay. You really kick ass, Cass. Mish B. Yeesh, Mish. Thanks for your donish. Holy sheesh, (laughs) Mish. Thanks for your donish. Love it. And thank you, Melissa Moan. Moany, Moany, you're making me moan with pleasure over all these doll hairs you've given us. (laughs) Whatever. Kaylee Urbanowski, you've increased your pledge from $1 to $5 a month, and we can't thank you enough. Love Uh, those sweet, sweet increases. Give me that sweet, sweet. You are a metropolitan... Metropolis of generosity. I want to be Sub-Urbanowski. <laughs> Jenny <laughs> Dillon kicking off the $10 a month. Going to get that fucking patriarchy flexible wine glass. Do not put it in the washing machine. Wash that baby by hand. Thank you, Jenny Dillon. Don't think twice. It's all right. Oh, no. <laughs> That oh, was the most no. thing I've ever Oh, heard. that gave me chills <laughs> up the back of my neck. I had oh. red boots once. Oh, stop. <laughs> okay, Kate Jones, my God. I, like, my mind is blank. I'm horrified. Um, <laughs> Katie Jones, I'm jonesing to get the memory of Jenny Dillon's Shout out out of my head. I love you. <laughs> Thank you, Rain Marhula. I want to dance the hula with you yes. in the rain. Yes. In the rain. And Varley, I hardly know what to say about you. Thank you, Anne Varley. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Katie Boucher, I'm going to give you a voucher. For one free hug for increasing your donation from five to ten dollars a month. And if you don't consent to that hug, we can just shake hands or not touch at all, and I can just thank you from afar. Yep. It could be could Boucher. Be Boucher. Oh my god. Well, <laughs> I'm going with voucher. Are we the same <laughs> person right now? Okay. Our bodies know that we're about to be reunited and we're just prepping. Ick, I hate this. I hate this. God, your bodies are ready. My body is ready. My body is ready for Andra Schuster. Given $15 a month, that brings us to our trash queen level. You and another will, thing. You'll be, <laughs> you're about to be burdened with some trash from my house. <laughs> Thank you so much. Uh, and Marie Nuss or Noose, also in the trash queen category. Mm. I've got nothing bad to say about you. There's never a nuss trash. There's never a nuss of you. Mm-hmm. Uh, Paolo Roman, you're also a trash quan or kang or neither or both. 
and I want to defeat the Roman Empire by your side. Paula, I just sent you some merch. I thought to myself, what a cool name you have. Mm -hmm. Truly. Next up, Nick Heno. Heno. Heno, it's me. (laughs) Sending you some dust trash from my house. I just startled my dog. (laughs) Incredible. Okay. Uh, It's getting insert. Cool. (laughs) Lay or Lee Hokanson, trash king or queen or neither or both. Um, We've got a hankering for you, Hokanson. Oh. <laughs> uh, Demetria Milton or Demetria Milton. I am so sorry. I, your beautiful Greek name. I can't. I can't pronounce. <laughs> um, but I can thank you so thoroughly for increasing your donation from five to fifteen dollars a month, which qualifies you for a Milton mountain of trash. <laughs> Probably only one thing, though. <laughs> oh, shoot. I have to do this one, too. Well, hey. Nice. Okay. The next okay, two. Okay. Apparently, the next two are mine. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Caitlin Elizabeth, love of my life, fire of my loins, thank you for increasing your donation from $10 to $15. So you already should have a fucking patriarchy wine glass, and now you're going to get some trash that you can put in it. And Caitlin also requests that I shout out Twyla. What up, Twyla? How are you doing today, Twyla? Hey, Twyla, 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 Twyla. Also, Melissa Dunham increased their donation from 10 to $15 a month. They are a trash queen. I am doing their shout out. Dunham, hardly know them. <laughs> going to put on the you best pair. melissa that one. I almost did. I'm going <laughs> to strap on my best blue Dunham jeans, go out on the town. Mm. And that's all I got. You you take it away now. Thank you, Nate Thompson, for increasing your pledge from ten to twenty five dollars a month. That means you're going to be able to pick an episode topic and or wine, or both. I guess that's what the and means. Also, Nate, hi, Nate, love you. Fucking great. And an increaser from Trash Queen to $25 a month. Get into fan pick and episode. Send us that email. Andy Hostler. Um, Hostler. Be a hostler. Yeah, you're quite the hostler, and I like it. Mm-hmm. And I like you, Cat Libby. You're giving us $25 a month as well, so you get to pick a case and or crime and or top or uh, wine. What? What do we do here? <laughs> Who are we? Um, no idea. I just think you're as cute as a cat. Kitten. I'm a hairy-legged women liver, Libby. <laughs> <laughs> from the from the Sin Cities, aka Minneapolis, St. Paul. <laughs> Gordon Libby. Gordon Libby. <laughs> <laughs> no relation. Last but not least, Kristen Schlechtiki. Schlechtiki? I'm sticky with affection for you. Your $25 (laughs) once-off donation. If you are like all of Amanda's ex-boyfriends and cannot commit to anything, Mm -hmm. you can go to our merch page and make a one-time donation. 
It's the Amanda's boyfriend's tear. <laughs> and you know what? We love it. We love you. Thank you. We'll talk to you next week. Y'all. Next week. Thanks. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to Wine and Crime. Our cover art is by Kala Yip. Music by Phil Young and Corey Wendell. Editing by Jonathan Camp. Check out our website and blog at wineandcrimepodcast.com. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at wineandcrimepod. If you have questions, answers, or recommendations to share, email us at wineandcrimepodcast at gmail.com. Episodes are available on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, basically wherever you get your podcasts. Most importantly, if you like the show, please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. It really is the best way to spread the word. If you'd like to show your support and get a shout out on air, visit our Patreon page to keep this podcast and the wine flowing. Cheers! Something happened in the home. Someone possibly was killed there, at least one person, and uh, then they disappeared. Texas is known for being tough on crime and those who commit it, or at least the ones who get caught. There are monsters among us. 60% of violent crimes in Texas go unsolved, and a majority of victims rarely make the headlines. Gone Cold Podcast, Texas True Crime, gives in-depth accounts of unsolved homicides and missing persons cases throughout the Lone Star State in an attempt to provide a voice for victims and their families. She was a loving person. That's why after 13 years, it's really bothering me still that nothing's been done, nobody's been found. Please join Gone Cold Podcast on your favorite podcatcher as we examine these forgotten and often underreported crimes. You really have to pray and hope for those people that really know something.